بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وعن ابي هريره رضي الله تعالى عنه قال جاء رجل الى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال اني مجهود فارسل الى بعض نسائه فقالت والذي بعثك بالحق ما عندي الا ما ثم ارسل الى اخرى فقالت مثل ذلك حتى قلنا كلهن مثل ذلك لا والذي بعثك بالحق ما عندي الا ما فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من يضيف هذه الليل هذا الليله فقال رجل من الانصار انا يا رسول الله فانطلق به الى رحله فقال لامراته اكرمي ضيف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وفي روايه قال لامراته هل عندك شيء فقالت لا الا قوت الصبيان قال علليهم بشيء واذا ارادوا العشاء فنوميهم واذا دخل ضيفا واذا دخل ضيفنا فاطفي السراج واريه ان ناكل فقعدوا واكل الضيف وبات طاويين فلما اصبح غدا على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال لقد عجب الله من صنيعكما بضيفكم بضيفكم الليله متفق عليه continuing with the riwayat we began yesterday abu huraira radiyallahu ta'ala narrates that a person came to rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he complained of his suffering he said inni majhudun ya rasulullah i am undergoing great suffering as a result of hunger allah's rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam sent a message to one of his wives and to find out if there was any food because his intention was to host this person in order to alleviate his difficulty or hardship the response was given by the oath of that being who has sent you with the truth there is nothing in the home besides water then a message was sent to the next house of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and there also the response was the same until every one of the azwaj mutahharat the blessed mothers of the ummah all responded in a similar manner and said by the oath of that being who has sent you with the truth ma indi illa ma there is nothing besides water in the house this was the type of difficulty and hardship and sacrifice of rasul pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam and as we mentioned those who were closest to him that is the family members of rasul pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam so then nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam made a general announcement may you be for hada layla who will undertake to host this person tonight from this we learn one etiquette that if you are not in a position to host someone then it is not contrary to shariat to offer this to others allah's rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam did not instruct any of the sahaba that you host this person no he left it generally left it open in other words who finds himself in a position so this is not this will not islamically be regarded as an imposition if you are not in a position then to offer it generally to others this will not be regarded as an imposition in fact this will be allowed in shariat so when this announcement was made it's mentioned in the riwayat abu huraira radiyallahu narrates faqala rajulun min al-ansar wan ansari istahsabi stood up and said ana ya rasulullah that o nabi of allah i am prepared to host this person 
who the Sahabi was with regards to that, the preferred or the more general opinion is that it was Abu Talha. The other opinions that are found in the books of Ahadith is that it was Sabit bin Qais bin Shammas, who is known as Abu Dujana radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and there is still one more opinion that it is Abdullah bin Rawaha radiallahu ta'ala anhu. But as I mentioned, the more popular Sahabi who is who this virtue of this incident is ascribed to is Abu Talha radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So he put himself forward and he said, Ana ya Rasulullah, I am prepared to host this person. So he went with him to his home and he addressed his wife. If it was Abu Talha radiallahu ta'ala anhu, then obviously the wife in this instance would be Umm Sulaim radiallahu ta'ala anha. He said to her, Akrimi dhaifa Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From this we learn one beautiful etiquette. In reality, now that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had transferred this guest over to Abu Talha, he was no longer the guest of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was in fact Abu Talha's guest. Yet, when he goes to his house, what does he say to his wife? Akrimi dhaifa Rasulillah. He says, honor the guest of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This was what we call husne adab. The beautiful etiquette of the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that out of their, in their dealings with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, even though Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had now transferred this, he still considered him to be the guest of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In another narration it is mentioned that as he entered the house, he whispered to his wife, Hal shay? Do you have anything? Is there any food? In other words, I have brought a guest. Is there anything? She responded and she said, La illa quta sibyani. She said that we only have enough food for the children. In other words, this was the dire straits and circumstances of the general condition of Sahaba. In his home also, there was no food. There was a little bit more than the home of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They had a little bit of food for the children. That was it. Illa quta sibyani. So he suggested to her and he said to her that keep them occupied with something. And when they decide that they, or when, when they reach a point that they start asking for food, al-asha, the evening food, when they start asking for supper, then put them to sleep. And when our guest enters, put out the lantern and give him the impression that we are eating. So she did as was suggested by Abu Talha radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And all of them sat, the guest ate, and husband and wife, they spend the night hungry. Now this, if we try to contextualize and look at this incident, what would our reaction have been in those circumstances and what is the sublime and supreme reaction of the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This entire family goes hungry. They put their children also to sleep and over and above that, they do not reveal their situation to the guest. Sometimes we find that we situation arises that a guest forms some form of imposition upon us. 
From this we learn an etiquette that when it comes to dealing with the guest, even if the person is imposing upon you, form, leading to some sort of difficulty for you, Sharia teaches us that conceal the difficulty. Don't reveal it to the guest that you are inconveniencing me. Guest is barakah, it's blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Especially if the person is a pious person, if you are given an opportunity to host a pious person, this is something that is a blessing, it's a means of barakah coming in our homes. And we should view it in that manner. We should not view a mehman or a guest as an imposition. Unfortunately, because of the amount of takalluf we have in our lives, many of our masturat, when it comes to hosting a guest, instead of giving whatever food is there, they incur unnecessary expenses, they incur unnecessary difficulty for themselves by making the meal that is prepared very, very complex, making it difficulty for themselves, for the servants in the house, etc. This is why we view mehmani as being something difficult. Whereas in Shariat it's simple. Whatever is there, that should also be presented to the guest. And also we learn from the incident of Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam, which is mentioned in the Qur'an, when the guest came into the home of Ibrahim alayhi salam, we find this expression in the Qur'an, فَرَاغَ إِلَىٰ أَهْلِهِ فَجَاءَ بِعِجْلٍ سَمِينٍ Now this word, رَاغَ يَرُوغُ in Arabic, refers to when something is done stealthily, when something is done secretly, when something is done deceptively. Ibrahim alayhi salam quietly, secretly went to his family, فَجَاءَ بِعِجْلٍ سَمِينٍ And he brought what was the most superior food that was present at that time. So from this, we learn an important etiquette that don't impose on the guest, don't reveal the difficulty that he is causing you. Abu Talha, his wife, Umm Sulaim, none of them, the guests went through this entire thing. They went, they put on such a scenario, put out the lantern, pretended to be eating. Themselves, they went hungry. They kept the children hungry. They sent the children to bed also without food. But they ensured that in every circumstance, the guest of Rasulullah sallallahu was honored and he ate stomach full. This is, like we said, a classical example. Imam Nawi rahimahullah has brought this incident under the chapter Babul Ithar to give preference to others, to give comfort, to be a source of sympathy to others. One question does arise that in these circumstances, when your own children are hungry, when you're without food, who are you actually supposed to be giving preference to? Ulamai Kiram say, the overall principle as we've seen in the hadith previously, Rasulullah said, when it comes to, when you have limited means, ibda' binafsik, see to your own needs, and fa'in fadula shay' fa ahlik, if there's anything left over, then it should go to your family, and if there's anything over and above that, then you will spend it outside. That is the general rule. But in circumstances where all of a sudden this type of incident occurs and it is unplanned, then in shariat it is allowed to behave in the manner that these sahaba behaved. Ghada falamma asbaha, to complete the incident, Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala says, the next morning we went to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. As the normal practice, sahaba would go perhaps for fajr salah in the majlis of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam addressed this Ansari sahabi and he said, لَقَدْ عَجِبَ اللَّهُ مِنْ صَنِيعِكُمَا بِضَيْفُكُمَ اللَّيْلَةِ in this context, the word Ajib Allah will translate it as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was very pleased. 
Allah was pleased with the manner in which you dealt with your guest of last night. In other words, this incident was so maqbool and so accepted in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we can see, the ikhlas, the sincerity, the ithar, the compassion, the sympathy, the akhlaq, the character that is displayed in this incident. In fact, it is mentioned that the verse of the Qur'an, which was Imam Nawi rahimahullah brought as the opening verse of this chapter, وَيُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَصَاصًا Allah sends down Qur'an praising the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu Some of us say it was because of this particular incident. Where Allah Ta'ala says they give preference to others over themselves even though they may be in dire straits, they may be extremely hungry or in need, but still preference is given to others over themselves. Allah give us to fix one.